Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, man, it's been a rough last couple of three weeks for Florida State, man. Uh, I mean, we've had some some bad news. We've had some good news. We've had some some great things happen. We've had some bad things happen. And you know, every time that I want to make a video or record a podcast, you know, something new happens, and and you know, I just say I'm gonna wait. Because, you know, undoubtedly something else is going to happen and I'm going to be my video is going to be outdated. So I kind of feel like at the time um, of recording this podcast video that, you know, we're we're there's no more big news that should be coming anytime soon. So. You know, I try to run down some of the topics, Um, you know, first and foremost, we get snubbed for the playoff. Um, We get blown out by Georgia. Um, We um, we uh, filed a lawsuit to get out of the ACC. Um, And I guess you could throw in we we kind of put the college football playoff committee on front street. So I guess that's kind of news also. Um, We've got a tremendous transfer portal class coming in. We got a tremendous high school uh, recruiting class coming in. Um, We were hit with NCAA sanctions for NIL violations, which the way that we did it at the time is the way that everybody does it now. So it's kind of hypocritical, but at the time of the uh, violation, it was by the letter a violation. So, I mean, so that's another thing. And then, uh, you know, again, you know, just the the the, the uh, re up on the uh, the transfer portal class that was tremendous as far as getting more players in to replace some of the players that's going out. Nick Saban retires. Mike Norvell is a serious candidate for that job by uh, most uh, uh, college football media outlets. I mean, we'll never know how close he was to taking the job, but ultimately he uh, redoes his deal with Florida State. So he's going to be at Florida State for a while. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I think, I mean, my podcast is centered, centered around the on the field stuff. Um, I really don't dive too much into the off the field stuff. I mean, the NCAA, NIL sanctions are not significant to me. We, we lose minimal scholarships. And no postseason, man. That's that's all I care about. I mean, 
Florida State is not hurting for money. So, you know, whatever fines they have to pay. Uh, Alex Atkins, the offensive line coach, uh, is hit with a three-game suspension. I I would assume that Mike Norvell would probably handle the offensive line during those games. Um, I don't know if there's like an assistant offensive line coach. I, I don't know that, but um, it's, I mean, Florida State tried to get one of Georgia's best players. Okay, and I guess from what I've read, you know, Atkins was in the car with the booster and the player, which is the violation. And the player went back to Georgia. Amarius Mims is the player. He went back to Georgia. He told him what happened, and then Georgia told the NCAA. So, so whatever, man. Um, so we get we get hit right there, and then Georgia destroys us on the field. They destroyed our second and third teamers. I mean, you know, Georgia, if you're gonna hang your hat on that, like you won a national championship, okay, great. Um, I think we're going to see you again down the line. And I just think with some of the additions that we've made, it's, it's going to be a different type of game. Um, I've said this before. I don't think the transfer model, transfer portal model is sustainable. I think you need to be great in high school recruiting. You, you, you got to be great in developing players. But you also, you do have to go into the, the transfer portal to to remain at that very competitive elite level. Um, the way Dabo does it, I respect it tremendously, but I think he's going to get surpassed in the ACC if he continues down that road. I totally understand what he's doing. He's saying that if I recruit you, I believe in you. I'm not going to go get somebody that um, – that I think may be better or because uh, that would basically undercut his high school recruiting. I get it. But at the same time, I like the competition aspect. You know, I think if a guy that plays football is afraid of competition, I really don't want him out on the field playing for me. If you don't want to compete – I mean, that's all football is, is competing. If you don't want to compete in practice, you want something handed to you, then you're going you're gonna to want something handed to you in the game. So um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's sustainable, but Mike Norvell has uh, sustained it for the last three years. He's, I mean, he's uh, knocking it out the park, man. So I'm just glad he's still with Florida State. Uh, I'll say it as many times as I need to say it. When he was hired, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. He's won me over. Um, I think with the additions that he has made, I think we can be in the ACC championship conversation. I would like to see them add another tight end. As far as I think, if you add, there's a kid from Michigan State that's 6'6", 250, 
that is a specimen that could be a great blocking tight end for us. I would I would like for them to go get somebody like that. Um, and of course, you know, everybody knows this linebacker. I mean, you got DJ Lundy, and I forgot to say that in a little opening monologue. DJ Lundy um, comes back to Florida State uh, after committing to Colorado. So, I mean, so linebacker is a glaring need. Um, DJ Lundy was not able to beat out DeLoach or Tatum Bethune to be a starter, but he did play a significant amount of snaps on defense. Um, I would like to see him get down to like 230 pounds. I think with losing that weight, he could be a very good linebacker. Um, he's tremendous against the run, but when, when you, we, I haven't, we've never, I haven't really seen him a lot in pass coverage. That's what I need to see. So if we can see that and potentially him being at a lighter weight, I think he can be very good. But I think you still have to bring in three or four guys to compete. Um, I like Nicholson. I like Omar Graham. I like Cryer. Um, I haven't seen any of the new guys, the high school guys yet, so I can't really comment on them. But just from the Georgia game, from the highlights, because I didn't watch the Georgia game. I, I went back and watched some of the highlights just to watch some of the young guys. I like what I seen. Um, so, you know, if you can get one or two, three linebackers that can run and you get a run-blocking tight end, because I don't think any of the guys that we have currently, and I don't know about this Landon Thomas kid from, from the high school recruiting this year, recruiting class. Um, you know, if we can get us a run block and tight end, I think we're on our way. Um, the the two uh, guards that we got, one from Alabama, one from Florida, tremendous. Uh, Roy Dale Williams. North and south, accelerate on contact type of running back. I mean, he he's a um, more physical version of Trey Benson. And, you know, if, if you can design the offense to get the ball out of DJ U's hands as quickly as possible, I think, you know, this team can be very special. I mean, you've got tremendous playmakers at receiver. Uh, um, Tua Feely, Cam Davis, Singleton, Holmes. I mean, your offense is stacked. I, I, I'm really, I'm really anxious to see why Julian Armella is not playing. This is a for 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 some. Recruiting outlets had him as a five-star. All or most had him as a four-star. And he's a big guy, and I just can't understand. You you cannot tell me that Robert Scott is better than Julian Armella. I, I just – I'm not going to believe it. Every time I watch Robert Scott, he's getting beat. 
So I, I don't know what's the fascination with Robert Scott, man. I, you know, maybe my football acumen is way off. But every time I see that dude play, he gets beat. Okay, Darius Washington is not a tackle. He's a guard. He could be an all-ACC player at guard or center. I think with the two new guys that you added, you put Darius Washington at guard or center, you 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 know what I'm saying? I think you got something very special on the interior. Um the 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 limited highlights that I seen of Julian Armella, he he made some mistakes, but physical, being physical and moving people is not his problem. I think it's more of a technique issue with him. So I think you can fix the technique issues. But he likes to move people, and that's that's what we need. We need a physical presence at tackle, and he's athletic. He might be the most athletic tackle on the offensive lineman on the roster. So um, Mari Smith is always hurt. Robert Scott is always hurt. Um, so I don't know if you can depend on them guys. They, but the one thing I will say about Florida State in this recruiting cycle and transfer portal cycle is they put an emphasis on offensive line and defensive line. And, you know, I've been saying it since I started doing this, that that's what the emphasis needed to be on. Football is a very easy game to uh, figure out um, offensive line, defensive line is is where – Football is won and lost. Um, we were fortunate enough to go 13-0 and in the regular season. I really don't count the Georgia game. Uh, I mean, they destroyed us, but they didn't play against any, you know, really anybody from the 13-0 and season. And it, it is what it is. The record books are going to say we got destroyed. So it is what it is. I'm not making excuses. Um. The playoff thing is still stinging. The um, the uh, the bowl game is still stinging, but I, I just want to see Georgia again. Uh, my thoughts on Nick Saban retiring. Um, I, I I tend to agree with what everybody else is saying. NIL, a, a level playing field. Is really what is is going to stop the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States, the LSU's from stockpiling talent. Um, and I I love it. Any anything that's gonna put money in the in the players' pocket, I love it. You know, this is business. This is business. We can we can stop with the 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 traditions and the loyalty and all that nonsense. This is business. When when the SEC gets three billion dollars for a TV deal on the backs of these young men, it's business. So, you know, whatever a kid can get, whatever a kid can get, man, I'm not gonna be mad. And the portal work works both ways for my team. 
We gonna win some, we gonna lose some. And I understand that. But I think we gotta I think we got a head coach that's that's kinda ahead of the curve in this NIL transfer portal game. Uh, he he doesn't just go out and add guys, he adds quality guys. There's a difference. Um so I'm really anxious to see what the team is going to look like next season. Um, you know, Dion had some comments about Florida State as far as the playoff thing. Look, man, I, I've said it many times. I'm a Florida State fan because of Dion Sanders. Nothing bad to say about him. He's entitled to his opinion. And maybe it is true if he's the head coach at Florida State, we don't get left off because he brings a lot of pizzazz, cachet, attention. And his words carry weight. So you, you're you never going to hear me come on here and talk bad about Dion, man. It's not going to happen. Um, I don't agree with everything he says. But I don't agree with everything most people say. So um, I think he's put together a really nice transfer portal class. I think they're going to be very competitive next season. He's put an emphasis on offensive line and defensive line. So I, I look for them to be, you know, in playoff contention. Um, I don't think they're going to win the Big 12, but you never know. But uh, back to Florida State, man, we, 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 one more tight end. I would like to get the kid from Michigan State, 6'6, 250. Big guy, um, and I would like to get three to four uh, linebackers. You know, guys that are between six foot and six two, two twenty five to two thirty five, and that can run. Cause that's that's pretty your deep, your linebackers now nowadays have to have a linebacker mentality with a DB skill set. That, that's pretty much how it has to go. And um, Deloach and Bethune, I'm not going to say they had a DB skill set, but they were slightly, probably a few notches below DBs in terms of athletic ability and skills. Um, So you see what type of linebackers they want. Um. Those are the type of guys that I hope that they're going to get. They tried to get the the kid from Syracuse. He ends up going to Nebraska, um, and he was right around that six-foot, 225 mold. Those are the kind of guys that they want. They they want lighter linebackers that can run and cover, that can still come up and take on linemen and make, you know, shed those linemen and make tackles and that are very good against the run. So I think DJ Lundy can be one of the starters. If I'm picking between those young guys, I got to go with Omar Graham. Blake Nicholson is kind of uh, underweight. He needs to get, he needs to put on some more weight. He looks like he's about 205 out there. I could be wrong, but just from looking at the Georgia game, he looks really light. Um, and, you know, you do those two things, 
I, I could see this being a top 12 team in the country. I could I could see us competing for an ACC championship. I really could. Uh, Louisville has been tremendous in the portal, so they we could very easily see Louisville again in the ACC championship. Uh, Clemson is building their program the way they did in their national championship years through high school recruiting. So I don't think Club Nick is the guy. But Dabo's going to stick with his guy. I mean, I, I, I have tremendous respect for Dabo and the way he run his program. Uh, but if you're, if you're trying to keep your job, you got to get in that portal. And that's what Mike Norvell quickly realized what he had to do to, to be successful at Florida State, and he's done it. And I just hope that he can, uh, you know, keep this ball rolling. Like I said before, when I do my podcast, I usually talk about uh, Florida State on the field stuff. Um, I'm going to kind of go in a different direction with this next topic. And it's just the current state of college football as far as NIL and transfer portal and all that stuff. I mean, I don't have a problem with any of it. But I think it's just so unorganized. You know, I would like to see it, you know, all that stuff takes place in one month or two months, however long you need. Um, early signing period, NIL, transfer portal. I mean, can we just move it to like June or July? Okay. And the the the, the, on, the incoming high school recruits, can they don't have to early enroll. They can just sign with their school and just get that out the way. And current players can move from team to team and um, whatever. But I would just like for all that stuff to happen in one month or two months or however long it needs to happen. It's just it's just so unorganized. Um, and, you know, as far as the opt out thing, I don't have anything against the the guys that opted out, it seemed like a protest to me, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, guys just opting out of games, I don't like that. I mean, I feel like if you're going to opt out, to me, you're going pro. So I just feel like if you're going to opt out, then you're pretty much saying I'm going pro and you, you're basically foregoing the rest of your college eligibility. And that's fine. But... If you're if you're gonna continue to play college football, then play. If you're not injured, then play. Um, I know Florida State's situation was kind of unique because of the playoff snub, and I felt like I feel like the the opt outs were a protest. Um, I would have rather the whole team opted out than go out there and you know get pummeled like we did. Um, and that's just a fan speaking. It's not like, you know, those guys owe me anything. They don't. They did what they felt they needed to do to get their point across. I totally respect that. Um, but I'm just saying, for me as a fan, what I would like to see. And it would, it's probably never going to happen. And that's fine. But um, college football as a whole is just so unorganized. And, you know, 
we have to, they have to, uh, you know, rein this back in. I think the TV money is just so crazy right now that, you know, some of these universities and conference commissioners, you know, it's, it's, it's very hypocritical of them to try to limit what the players can do. And you just look at all the TV money that these schools are going to be getting. We're talking 50, 60, 70 million dollars per year just on TV. And I understand why Florida State is doing what they're doing with their lawsuit. They want to remain competitive as as far as the TV money goes. Um, But that's, you know, Walt Disney, and I don't have anything against Walt Disney. They really own college football right now. Let's just call it what it is. And like I said, I have no bones to pick with them. I have no issues with them. But you have to call it out like you see it. They own college football, and they pretty much determine everything. They pretty much own the SEC and the Big Ten, and this thing is pretty much coming down to those two conferences. I don't think the Big 12 or the ACC is sustainable. I think both of those conferences are eventually going to get absorbed by the SEC and the Big Ten. And I think you could realistically see, you know, 60 to 70 teams in each of those conferences. And they just be like, um, you know, smaller versions of the NFL. Which I don't like at all, but that's just that's just the way college football is is trending. Um I'm not a big I like Florida State's rivals and I like when those rivalry games are played and I like other rivalry games. Like I like Nebraska, Colorado, I like Texas, Texas A and M, um USC, UCLA. I like those rivalries. I like watching those games, but I mean, you just – I even like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Um, But when you, you know, just – I mean, just think like if uh, Tim Tebow got in the portal and came to Florida State. Who would want that? Right? Like what, what if – what if like uh, – I'm trying to think, what if like Percy Harvin, I mean, I would take Percy Harvin at Florida State personally, but, you know, he's one of the more, you know, um, more athletic Florida Gators that you've ever, that I've ever seen. But, you know, Devin Hester, could you imagine if the transfer portal was in college football back in the day, like a Sean Taylor or a Ray Lewis or a Derek Brooks, Marvin Jones getting in the portal and going to your rival. That would hurt. Warwick Dunn getting in the portal, going to Florida. Like so I I say I say all that because, you know, we just got a guard from the Florida Gators and I'll take him, but he was still a gator at one point. And it, it for some on some level it just doesn't feel right. If you've never been to a Florida, Florida State game, you go into a restaurant and all the Florida State fans are sitting on one side 
and all the Florida Gator fans were sitting on the other side of the restaurant. That's how serious the rivalry is. So, I mean, it's just – and I – it's just a game. And I know sometimes we take it too seriously, but it's it's still fun. And the transfer portal has taken some of that away. But, you know, this guy that we got is going to make our team better. So I, I love it. Um, And that's the name of the game. We want to win games and compete for national championships. We want to win games and compete for conference championships. And I, I feel like um, you got to take the good with the bad. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get a tight end and some linebackers and we can, you know, continue this climb towards or back to, you know, being an elite program. Uh, The podcast is available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for the support. As always, go Nose.